0: You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same.
1: Hey everybody, Justin Reckla, your host of Incorporating Superpowers. Uh, And today I'm bringing back one of my favorite people on the planet because... He's just real. Uh the first time I ever met Jim Padillo was at CEO Space. But we met prior to that because CEO Space has got a process in place where they vet all their faculty, they vet everybody that's getting involved. And so we got to know we got to know Jim from a very intimate vetting standpoint. And it was just I knew that he was gonna be somebody that um I clicked with just from the get-go because he's raw, he's real, he's transparent and he's authentic in everything he does. Uh, and the, the, the handful of interactions that we've had have been just super, just across the board, this is how business is done better. And so I'm super excited to have Jim back on the show today to talk about efficiency versus effectiveness. And some of the things that Jim is seeing, especially uh, things that we're seeing as well in how efficiency versus effectiveness in the sales process for your business is having a huge impact, and how Jim's doing things different, dare I say, better than the rest of the industry that's uh, out there pushing these automated techniques. Jim, welcome back to the show.
0: Justin Reckler, good to see you, man. Thanks for having me back.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this is good stuff. Uh, you know, um, Jim, you, you've always had this, uh, this energy to you that's just kind of like you see something, you go, eh, this is BS, don't like it, doesn't feel good. Not going to do it, right? Uh, that was a George Bush impression. I think not on that. That was <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty good, actually. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, and that's that's one of the things reasons why I, I love connecting with you in this space is because that's just how you do business. You know, uh, Prior to the show, we were talking about uh, sales processes and, and building up sales processes that work. But what we were talking about before the show was how the scales of the sales model have really tipped to the far left of automation and we're now missing certain aspects so what does that look like what what what's that far left lean look like and what is being left out along the way and how what's the impact that it's having on the industry
0: yeah um you know the the conversation i've been in A ton. And, you know, just, just for quick, quick context. So people understand, I mean, we're we're a company that runs 25,000 sales conversations a year and all sorts of methods from live face-to-face to to online chat, phone, all of that. Um, So, you know, we, we do sales for a lot of people and we, and we have a lot of clients that are doing sales. And so we're watching everybody in this game and everybody is in this, this like diabolical sprint towards technology. Right. It's 2019. We're this close to 2020, right? By the time you're watching the show, it's 2020. And so it makes sense. I mean, from when I was a kid, there should have been robots flying, cars flying by now and all that. So I, I'm all down with technology. I get it. Um, the, the challenge is technology should always be there. It should never be there to replace human touch. It should always be there to enhance it. And so you have to be putting things in place that are going to, allow you to touch people and reach people more intimately, not replace you, you know, uh, just little simple things. Like, uh, you know, right now when, when I get a lot of introductions to me, people like, Hey, you need to meet Jim and you know, I'm, I'm blessed a high referral network and all that. When somebody sends a referral to me and it's, I don't respond to them and say, Hey, here's my link. Get on my calendar. Cause that is absolutely impersonal. This person just gave you an introduction. It's personal. And then you take it and make it non-personal by giving them a link. And you give them a job to do because now they can answer a bunch of questions on my link. Right. So I reach out to them, CC my my uh, my my assistant, and I first I do some research. I'll look up your like if it was you and I, I'd look up your page, I'd look to find some videos, find something interesting about you. Then I respond, Justin, so awesome. First, thanks for the connection from so-and-so. And it was so awesome to be able to see. I, I watched your video on X and I just really love how you and your wife do business together. And I can't believe how successful and how awesome that you you have a nine-year-old genius who's a budding leader and a, a business entrepreneur or successor in her own right. I really can't wait to find out more about what you're doing. And Marie here will get you on my calendar at a time that works. Or if you prefer a do-it-yourself method, here's my link and feel free to take advantage. Of it. But that's like an afterthought.
1: Yeah, that that right. that right there, that right there, that is key. Is it, it, there's nothing wrong with using a scheduling link, but at least show some effort that you you, you looked into the person that you're wanting to connect with, right. and that is that's a huge missing element. I nothing irritates me more than when I get an email with some, from somebody either through an introduction or or an introduction is made, and the next thing you know, I'm on that person's mailing oh, list. Yes because they didn't even bother to read the introduction they just took the email and threw me into their into their sales funnel delete unsubscribe and we never have a conversation just because it tells me that those those people aren't willing to to have a to build a relationship and i think yeah i think technology has done that i think technology has made business impersonal and you know we were talking about this before the break Jim that i think people are, are getting tired of it
0: well, you know, we actually have some metrics that show that they're getting tired of it. Um, you know, remember the day when you used to go to the mailbox, your your physical mailbox, and then you come home, and you, uh, you, you still go through the mailbox, like the garbage is here, the counters here, you know, you dump through. But you, you ever notice that that junk mail pile, you, you actually have less stuff to throw in the garbage now? Yeah. Because a lot of people have just deemed it to be ineffective. So they stopped yeah. sending it. Well, here's the, the crazy part is people are actually opening that mail at a higher rate. We're also seeing that on the phone because cold calling. We used to, five years ago, we would get an 88% uh, voicemail rate. So we'd call, of every, every 100 people we would call on an outbound perspective, you reach 88 voicemails. And then if you reach live people, you would get you know six of those people live, four of them you'd have to book an appointment to, others you have to reschedule. Well, now you can call those same 100 people and you can get up to 60, 60%. A voicemail, which means 20%, almost 28% le- fewer people are sending you a voicemail because they're tired of being spammed. Everywhere you go, you're talking to a bot, you're talking to a voicemail, you're getting sent someplace, you're somebody, somebody's sending you a link yeah. and people are longing for a human touch. So people are actually answering the phone. And if you get a voicemail, please, let me encourage you, please leave a voicemail because people are going to respond. If they hear a, uh, you know what, when I I let everything go to voicemail, I almost don't answer any of my phone calls unless I'm expecting it. But I'm also because I'm very busy. <laughs> but if I, I I go back to my voicemails, and I'm amazed at how many of them are recorded messages.
1: Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I'm, just, I'm exactly like you in that sense to where if I don't know the number, I'll let it go to voicemail. But the likelihood that I'm actually going to call you back just to say, hey, thanks for thanks thanks for the call. Even if I don't need your service, right, right, is a lot higher if it's not some automated or scripted message. Correct. But it's a it's a hey, I saw, I'm looking out, I'm reaching to connect. I'm you know, let's have a conversation. That I think a lot of people are are seeking because ultimately at the end of the day, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for connection with others that that can help us move our business, move our success expand our reach you know make our in pack bigger totally knowing that knowing that we're not doing it alone
0: well let me give you an example of that uh something we've been talking about the term we're using lately is called efficiencies for efficiency versus uh effectiveness and really it's like a spectrum so a one end way over here is effectiveness right and that means getting everything done really well but probably doing a lot of manual effort right because most things done really really well require personal touch right yep. then the other end is efficiency and that's like no manual effort. That's like, how easy can I make my life? Well, easy isn't always better. Right. And here's the problem most of you start right now when you have a project to do, the first thought is, how do I make it efficient? And then you start working your way towards how do I make it effective? That's a bad formula because you may never reach effective if you start at that end of the spectrum. But if you start it effective and then start inserting where can I make this efficient, then you can start building your way towards efficient. But if you get all the way too efficient, I promise you, you've, you've cost yourself effectiveness, yep. right? And in that voicemail scenario, be a great example would be, okay, I got hundred people to call. Let me just put them all into a voicemail sequence. I'm gonna put in my auto recorder, call rail and just boom, push the button, go hundred people and within 60 seconds, y'all got a voicemail. And maybe one of you call me back. Okay. But if I call those same hundred people by myself and leave a voice, my own personal voicemail for that person, I guarantee you I get at least a dozen callbacks
2: because boy, a, I'm,
1: I'm, not, a, I'm good
0: at it. But, but also because you hear my voice.
1: Well, not talking. only that, but not, not only that, but you in doing such, you create the opportunity to where if you do get somebody in the line, you go right into the sales call, you go right, right. into the presentation and you connect in that space. And so it, it's creating, it's, it's, I see it as really, it's creating an opportunity because you're staying in it or somebody on your team is staying in it. Whereas the other one 's kind of like throwing spaghetti against the wall and totally. hoping that people call you back
0: that 's treating everything like a hundred percent numbers game, and numbers are absolutely involved, and you need to know your numbers, but the human touch is the x factor, and that 's what makes this all go and you know even like if, if you got a voicemail, even if it wasn 't for somebody you directly knew, but it maybe was somebody you met, you just remember having a thirty second conversation with them, seemed like a nice guy, left you a heart a good Warm voicemail. You're going to, even if, if you don't call him back, you're going to feel moderately guilty about it because you're, you're a good person. You're like, you know what? I should at least call this guy back and say, hey, thanks for calling, man. Not interested right now, but I really appreciate your effort. Or it was great meeting you. I just didn't want you to think I ignored you. Like, that's just me. Anyway, I'm, that's how I'm wired. You know, I know that's so how you're wired. But if it was a recorded message, I won't feel one second of guilt deleting that message because <laughs> nope, you didn't even put the effort into me.
1: No, I, I agree. And Jim, I, I want to dive down this rabbit hole a little bit more on the back end of uh, the conversation here. Uh, but before we go on break, where can people go find you?
0: You know, if you go to Jim P, J-I-M-P, like Padilla, my last name, p 360com it's a, it's a whole, it's a site there that's got, you can go there to my personal site. It directs you to all my, my social media links, my video everywhere. Um, so you can, you can connect with me on the platform that makes the most sense for you. So if you're a LinkedIn person, you hit me up there, a couple of YouTube videos, find out a little bit more about us, see what events we have going, but check me out there. And most importantly, look at the contact button and find my cell phone number and shoot me a text, pick up the phone. Let's talk. I'd love to meet you
1: on the site, folks. It's on the site. Pick up the phone, give them a call. We're talking to Jim Padilla about efficiency versus effectiveness. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts, and we want to thank each of you
1: Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I'm your host Justin Reckler. and today we're talking to uh, Jim Padilla again. Jim's been on the show before in the past, uh, talking about gaining the edge. It's the name of his business, uh, Gain the Edge. Uh, he's been in sales for for quite some time, and he helps build sales teams. He helps build out sales processes. And today we're talking about how, really, what we're seeing in the in the sales industry, how people have been focused on efficiency. And they're not—they're they're letting the effectiveness of their sales processes falter. I, I think—I think this is one of the things why people get frustrated with things like um, uh, Twitter ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, and so forth. And um, you know, we—we've opted—we've opted out of that game because we—we we know it just one—it doesn't feel good, and it, it when when you're doing the right thing and you're offering something of value the success begets success and you're going to attract the clients that you need. You're going to be found. And there's this, this misnomer out there that automation, Facebook ads, having some robot bot or automated system is going to do the work for you. So Jim, what do you think the, what what's the psychological block? Why are people leaning on, these, these methodologies that are just spaghetti against the wall, throw a couple thousand dollars at it and hoping you get one or two clients. Where, where is that coming from? Why are, why are we seeing this shift in uh, what, what are you seeing that that's driving people back towards more personal relationships?
0: You know, I, I there's a couple of things that we've seen on that. And, and, and my personal belief is most people are just afraid to let, be the last one to the party. You know, um, everybody else is using bots. Everybody else is doing Facebook ads. Everybody else is is doing You know, all these LinkedIn messages. There's anything, right? You have, there's a number of different ads, you ad strategies that can go crazy with. Um, and you don't want to be out. You don't want to be, ah, oh, I'm the only fool not using them. And it's an easy thing to get caught up in. Um, here's my here's the first thing that I, I recommend to everybody: don't deploy a strategy that you can't explain in simple terms to your grandmother, right? <laughs> or to your five-year-old, although these days five-year-olds might be smarter enough. So stick with your grandmother. But, you know, your grandmother doesn't know anything about technology. She doesn't really probably, you know what? We all know darn well, your, your grandmother doesn't know what you do. Every time she says, what do you do again for the business, honey? So she's the perfect person. If you can explain to her in simple English what, your, what the purpose of your funnel is, that means it's simple, easy to understand, and most likely effective right now it may not be the most efficient but you want i'm not saying sacrifice efficiency by no means i want you to be efficient but efficiency should come as a solution so when you're doing something manual everything lay it out lay it out on your white i'm a whiteboard whiteboard it out and look at it and say okay wait, put yourself in the in the in the perspective of the buyer and go step by step. And don't say, I know, because I know you didn't do it. Go step by step through the sequence and say, okay, this opt-in, because it actually makes sense. Am I asking the right question? Am I offering the right solution? Yes. Or are
1: no? you asking it? Are you asking a question?
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. And then they opt in. And then if you opt in, is it really crystal clear when I say, please go here to download, or Are you just assuming they're going to know where to go To find the download, right? And then are they registering for a webinar? Why should they register for the webinar? What's the standalone value for me to to register for your webinar? And maybe at this point, does it make sense that someone on your team or you picks up the phone and gives them a five-minute phone call just to welcome them into your world, right? Just put yourself in the scenario. How many steps do you expect to honestly move through somebody's sequence without ever hearing from somebody? Yeah. Right. We've built in a process, so when you opt in our stuff, you're going to get a call from somebody on our team, ideally same day, but within 24 hours, if not. We want that's, them to hear. Um,
1: that, that's that's so important. That's that's what we've done with our funnel is, is that we've got our sales team built up, built up, and we they're they're making warm introductions, and it's truly a warm introduction. It's a hey, here's Justin. Have a conversation. You, you know, and they're and it's the emails you get are are from me. When when I reach out, you know, it's because like we're talking at the beginning about this is that one, we refuse to do business with anybody. that's not willing to build that relationship and go through those trials and tribulations of what that relationship looks like. I think too many people, it's put on automation and, oh, I've got a course to sell. There's nothing wrong with having a course to sell. But if you don't have human touch points along the way, then one, your course is just going to get pushed to the wayside. They're going to forget about you. They're going to go through the material. It's going to use it once one and done. The likelihood that they're going to buy from you again just decreases every time they get another email from you. Right. So so what, what, are, what are what are some of the techniques? What are some of the things that you are with Gain the Edge that, that you guys are helping um, people do in, in switching up that mindset and in finding the balance for that sweet spot? of what works best.
0: Uh, We we actually were just on a training call with, uh, with our team and our network today. uh, And we talked about literally just taking whatever campaign you may be working on. And, and guys, every, even just don't think funnel means technology. If you speak on a stage and invite people to sign up for your workshop and then have a phone call with them. That's a funnel. Okay. So, so funnel doesn't mean technology <laughs> and opt-ins. It just means sequences of, of being able to eliminate and attract the right people. So take any sequence that you have in place. What's the one you're most effective with right now, the one you, you, you need to be more effective and just literally map out every single step, every single step, every, every action item that somebody will have to do in order to gain access to you. So, Downloading a PDF isn't downloading a PDF. Downloading a PDF is clicking on an ad, seeing a link, downloading, opening up an email, downloading, clicking, right? So think of every step they have to take because every step they have to take is a sale you have to make. So if you, you know, don't just think putting a PDF in front of them is going to get the deal. You have to get them converted onto what's the benefit to me to download this? And then what's the benefit to me to actually look at it once I've downloaded it and do the work that's downloaded? And Is it crystal clear? Is it called action clear, right? You got to put yourself through this sequence, through this process and see where your automation might be really hindering you and say, okay, where can I use a human touch in this? And then if you do the opposite, when you do you map it out from the human perspective, if you're doing all of this manually, great. look at the things that are not important, like the just the stuff that's redundant right, and where can you automate that? Don't automate anything that's going to reduce your effectiveness i don't I just do not ever 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 recommend that, and too many people are looking at well i can I can do a hundred of these in a day and and be and it just have an easier time, yeah, but then you're losing those people right uh, you and. Know- if, Go
1: ahead. That, that that's that's huge what you what you just said there folks it, what's what this is really playing to is this, this is playing to a much bigger much bigger energy here than, than just closing sales Th- this leads to impact because if you, if you got in business and we're driven to do what it is that you're doing solely for money then yeah keep playing the numbers game and but guess what you're, you're not gonna last. It, it's it, it can only go and carry itself so far because this isn't just about having effectiveness with sales this is about having impact because Amen. if it's a one and done it's just a number a numbers game and you're just throwing people in your funnel and you're not connecting with them and you're not having an impact on them and you're just throwing out your information guess what the internet exists there's so much information out there nowadays that people don't necessarily if they're really true self go-getters and you're dependent your your product is dependent on being having a bunch of go-getters take buy your stuff, they're gonna buy it once and then they're gone and your impact is reduced dramatically to whereas the stuff that Jim's talking about here are the things that have that keep people coming back over and over and buying again and again because you're building those relationships with them and you're having an impact on their life and that carries forward and creates return customers and it creates generational clients as well.
0: Totally. Let me give you, here's here's the real glue behind all this. This is the secret why you should be paying attention to all of this. Sales to me is a spectrum. You can either at one end of the spectrum become a master of strategy and tactics, find everything, be, be the nuanced master of sales conversations. The other end of the spectrum is don't do anything with your sales. Just focus on showing up and serving people. Now, I'm not saying be negligent. I'm pretty good at the sales game. However, you would be actually unimpressed if you were to listen to my sales calls because I don't make sales because I'm masterful with all these great tactics and strategies. I make a lot of sales because I structure my world in a way that people show up wanting to buy because they feel valued and served. And that is, that's it. That's where, the, that's where it all lies. And so if you put the time of attention and effort into making sure their experience from the moment They say hello in your world. And to me, the sales game is the moment the sales conversation begins at hello, and that's the moment they enter your world. Your responsibility is to make sure the moment they enter your world, they're getting the experience of you that will lead them to understand you have the solution to the problem that ails them and that you care enough about them to make sure they get it. Then when they show up on a sales call with you, they're already primed to buy. It's your game to lose unless you do something stupid.
1: Yeah, that's... um if you focus, and I think that's where these automations, these automated systems f- fail is, is that while they may be efficient in disseminating information and getting things out there and so forth, they're, they're really missing the point that really, at the end of the day, it comes down to there, there's people involved, right? Yep. And as a service provider, as a business owner, even if you have a product or service, it doesn't matter. It's uh, how can I help you? you're looking for this. And as an entrepreneur, we have a solution. We can help you. Oh, and oh, by the way, we, we care. And we want to make sure that we know that we're having an impact on your life because it's going to go forth and, and what you get from us, you're going to carry forward. And not only that, but now in having a great experience here, you just created 10 new clients by referrals or 20 new clients. And it just amplifies itself. I, how, do we, how do I know? been doing it for the last eight years. This is this is how we've built our businesses. Folks, this is gold right here. The, the Facebook ads, the build the funnels, the click funnels, all of that should just be tools for you to grow your business. But yeah. don't miss the human factor because that's where the efficiency and numbers come into place. And Jim, I got to ask you this. How much do you think, from a mental perspective, do you think that um, that efficiency piece, the not willingness to pick up the phone and make the call because it's too much work. How much do you think that comes into play that people are just scared to do the work?
0: Uh, hundred percent. I think that's 99.9. There may be other exceptions, but it's rare. Most of everything we do, all of these tactics and that people roll out. Yeah, they're trying to scale all that. A big chunk of it is they don't want to have to talk to people. They just want people to buy without that. And that's great that if you're in a transaction business and then hey, knock yourself out, because there's nothing wrong with it. Business is done that way. And that should be in my world. It should be a smaller percentage of people. And it should be people that are like just getting that first small taste of you maybe. Um, But you know, like, with us, our, our online marketing stuff is about 5% of our business. 95% of the money we make is from talking to people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, um, well, that's ultimately at the end of the day, that's where the money's going to come from—is people, right? Not an email is not going to send it. People totally. are going to send it, and it, it, it's, folks. This is absolutely—if you get, you know, if you're going to have autoresponders to talk about upcoming programs and that kind of stuff, it's got to be a fine balance. You, you've got to, but you got to have enough personalization in those systems to keep people engaged and connected with you if you're going to build up anything that's going to be sustainable. Hey,
0: I'll tell you um, this too. One last, one more thought on that is uh do not spend ad money unless you've got it to lose. So take the Las Vegas approach to marketing. If you are if you've yes. got if you if you're going to go drop 10 grand on on a marketing campaign or on an ad ad spend, make sure you can afford to lose all 10 grand.
1: Yeah. That's that is solid solid advice especially in the facebook world especially in the twitter world and the social media platforms folks but you don't realize that those platforms are designed to do one thing that's to get you to spend money on it and they're the gatekeepers they throttle the traffic they limit the amount of exposure those ads get to get to get to places and if you're not aware of that and thinking that you're just going to spend ten thousand dollars and it's going to come back right away you're fooling yeah. yourself.
0: It's a testing and guessing environment. You're going to put. You're going to have to invest, figure out the right formulas. You're going to try some things and they won't work. You try other things and they will work. It takes time and it takes money. And so that's why you have to be profitable before you go into marketing. Do not bank on your marketing to make you profitable.
1: No, I I, I, I agree with you 100 percent there. It's um, that is the, the the secret sauce right there. And if you spend more time and being effective and building relationships. Guarantee your close rate will go up, go up, right? Amen. Got a hundred percent close rate. You know why? Because I know when to sell. I know when to make an offer. And just because I'm on a sales call doesn't mean I'm going to make an offer because you can identify that I can't really help this person or they're not a good fit or direct them to somebody else that might be a better fit. Close rate goes up just because. And it's not throwing spaghetti against the wall. Jim, this kind of stuff, you know, I think you and I could like, we can roll around on this kind of stuff all day and night and, and for weeks on end. Uh, this is what I think drives us to, to help people do business better. Uh, one more time, where can people go find you?
0: Go to jimp360.com. We'll get you there. Send, shoot me a text. Just shoot me a text. I actually have a program I like to offer you. It's called Leads Made Easy. And it talks about how we built our first, we, we earned our first 2 million in business without spending a penny on marketing. Uh, and it's it's literally, got, we'll walk you through how to do this same, implement the same strategy for you. So shoot me, download jimp360.com on your browser. Shoot. Find a text message under the contact button. Shoot me a text and ask for the Leads Made Easy and I'll send it to you for free.
1: There you go, right there. Leads Made Easy. Folks, do it. Be more effective, build relationships, don't be afraid to pick up the phone. And remember, you got in business for a reason, and that was to have an impact. Go out there, incorporate your own superpowers, and go have an impact on the world. Jim, thanks for being on the on the show today.
0: Right on, man. Glad to have you.
1: All right. Are you ready
0: to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com
1: and take the superpower quiz today.